YouTube, uh, the people who have subscribed to the podcast, which is now available on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, we're really, really, really grateful for all the great comments and suggestions for shows we've been receiving. Just thanks a lot. And uh, definitely looking forward to keeping this up and keeping you guys entertained. So this will be episode three. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about parallel universes and interdimensional travelers that have been encountered here on Earth. Uh, since being introduced in 1954, the idea of parallel universes has bogged the minds of scientists and average people alike. And maybe we're just a few megahertz of frequency away from an alternate existence, and it could be that maybe people we pass on the street every day are beings from another universe that have already mastered the art of dimensional travel. Quantum technicalities aside, the best information about these alternate realities comes from the tales of people who claim they have found dimensional slips and traveled to unfathomable worlds. I'm going to go over about 10 separate cases here, very just very briefly. Uh, the first case, probably arguably the most famous of these cases, is called The Man from Torrid. On a normal day in 1954, a normal man flew into Tokyo but upon landing at the Tokyo International Airport, the seemingly normal trip took a, vast, <laughs> took a very drastic turn for the weird. He handed over his passport to be stamped, and the man was immediately interrogated as to the whereabouts of his origins. It wasn't a case of racial profiling or anything like that. His passport looked authentic, and it actually was authentic, but it listed a country no one had ever heard of called Torrid, spelled T-A-U-R-E-D. Well, the man claimed his country was located between France and Spain, but when asked to point it out on a map, he pointed to the Principality of Andorra. And he insisted he'd never heard of Andorra and that Torrid had existed for a thousand years. He claimed that he was in Japan on business, something he had been doing for the past five years, and his passport seemed to back up his story and because it was covered in you know various customs and visa stamps. And he carried with him legal currency from several European countries. He even produced a driver's license issued by the mysterious country and a checkbook containing checks from an unknown bank. After more interrogation and confusion from both parties, the traveler was sent to a nearby hotel and an official decision could be reached. It was then discovered that the mystery man had vanished without a trace, which was troubling since the only possible exit was a window with no ledge that was 15 stories above a busy street. The Tokyo Police Department conducted an extensive search, but contending with it came up empty-handed. Hopefully, if he was really from a parallel Earth, he was able to find a way back to the comforts of his home in Torrid. Very strange. Uh, story number nine. What if the Beatles never broke up? Many have attempted to recreate the famous stylings of the Beatles. None have been able to match their unique vibe that made them so revolutionary. But you don't have to feel bad if you missed out on the 60s. All you have to do is take a trip to an alternate universe where John Lennon and George Harrison never died, and the group is still making music. A man who adopted the pseudonym of James Richards claimed he was chasing his dog through Del Puerto Canyon in California on September 9th, 2009. Of course, that has a very ominous date of 999, when he tripped in a rabbit hole and knocked himself unconscious. When he woke up, he found himself in a room next to an unrecognizable machine with a man who introduced himself as Jonas. According to this man, while on a work-related trip for a dimensional travel agency, 
he used the machine to transport the unconscious Richards to a parallel Earth in order to help him. Of course, the logical thing to do in this situation was to start discussing pop culture, which led Jonas and Richards to the topic of the Beatles, a band both dimensions shared. To Richards' surprise, in this alternate dimensions, the Beatles were alive and still creating music. Richards brought back a souvenir cassette tape entitled Everyday Chemistry that was composed of Beatles songs never released in our dimension, which he helpfully uploaded to his website. Number 8. Ong's Hat Ong's Hat, New Jersey was founded sometime in the 19th century by a man named Ong after he threw his hat up in the air and lost it in a tree branch. Or maybe it slipped into another dimension, who knows. By the 1920s, the city had become a ghost town, but Ong's Hat wasn't forgotten. On the contrary, the abandoned town became the topic for one of the earliest internet-based conspiracy theories. During the 1970s and 80s, a new scientific paradigm called chaos, which concerned with everyday experiences such as the sound of a fan or the buzzing of a computer, began to gain popularity. Two chaos scientists named Frank and Althea Dobbs developed a theory that consciousness could be modeled as its own universe, and if one could master one's own mind map, the ability to control the chaos and possibly travel to another dimension would be achieved. According to a long debunked hoax pamphlet, the three others joined the Dobbses in founding an underground institute of chaos studies in Ong's Hat, New Jersey. It was here they discovered the gate to alternate dimensions by putting scientists in a modified sensory deprivation chamber that they dubbed the egg. They allegedly succeeded in mastering the science of interdimensional travel. On their explorations, they discovered a world that never developed human life, but was sustained with plant life and water, which was where the chaos scientists were said to reside ever since. Number 7. Carol Chase McElhaney In 2008, Carol Chase McElhaney was driving from Paris, California, back to her home in San Bernardino. She claims she decided to stop in her hometown of Riverside. It didn't take long, however, for Carol to realize she wasn't in the right town although its geographical location was correct. She claimed she couldn't find her childhood home or those of her family members. In fact, she didn't recognize any of the houses, even though all the numbers were still correct. Even when the cemetery where her grandparents was buried was just a fenced-in lot of overgrown weeds. Was she simply in the wrong town? This would be a strong theory had she not found some landmarks that were familiar, such as the college and middle school. However, her relief in finding something recognizable was short-lived, as she soon noticed the eerie vibe surrounding the Riverside residents who were walking around. She soon left, afraid to approach any of these beings that she interpreted as sinister. Carol believed she had stumbled upon a parallel dimension, in which Riverside was a much darker place. Her story can't be confirmed, because when she returned to Riverside a few years later for her father's funeral, it had reverted back to the town she knew as a child. She never encountered the alternate dimension Riverside again. Number 6. Lorena Garcia In July of 2008, a well-educated 41-year-old woman named Lorena Garcia woke up in her bed on what seemed like an ordinary day. However, as she went on with a normal routine, she claimed she found small details that seemed peculiar. For example, her sheets and pajamas were different from what she remembered wearing to bed. She resolved to brush this off with as just happenstance and drove to her place of work, where she'd been employed for 20 years. However, upon arriving at her department, she realized it wasn't actually her department, 
despite being in, in its usual location on its usual floor. Having decided that something weird was definitely going on, she returned home only to find the man for whom she says she has separated six months before, who acted like the separation had never taken place. Her new lover, whom she claimed she had been seeing for four months, was nowhere to be found. Even after hiring a private detective, his whereabouts remained unknown. There was no trace of him at his alleged residence, nor any trace of his family. While it seems more likely that Garcia's perceptions are the result of some neurological malfunction, she believes she woke up in a parallel universe. Unfortunately for the alleged dimensional traveler, Garcia has not been able to return to her normal universe, leaving her stuck in a dimension where she does not belong with a boyfriend she can't get rid of. Number 5. Pedro Olivia Ramirez Around 11 p.m. on November 9, 1986, Pedro Oliva Ramirez claims he was driving from Seville, Spain to the town of Alcala de Guardia. Being no stranger to this trek, it came as a shock when he allegedly went around a curve and found himself driving on an unfamiliar, straight, six-lane highway. He was surrounded by foreign structures and bizarre terrain. He felt a sensation of heat while a chorus of voices rang out in the distance. One voice stood out among the others, telling him that he had just been teleported to another dimension. The cars around him, which passed at intervals of exactly eight minutes, were outdated and either white or beige with dark, narrow rectangles for license plates. After about an hour of confused driving, Ramirez found a turnoff to his left, where signs stood pointing to Al Capa, Magala, and Seville. Ramirez began driving towards Seville, but when he stopped, he was astonished to find he was looking at his home in Alcala de Guarda. When he retraced his steps, he could not locate the crossroads, the road sign, or the six-lane highway again. Number 4. Gadianton Canyon In May 1972, four girls were allegedly driving back to Southern Utah University after spending their Saturday at a rodeo in Pioche. While crossing the desolate Utah-Nevada state line around 10 p.m., they came upon a fork in the highway, where they veered to the left and began driving through Gadianton Canyon. Suddenly, the black pavement turned to white cement. Believing they had simply taken a wrong turn, the girls headed back the way they came, but to their surprise, they were suddenly driving past grain fields and ponderosa pines with no desert in sight. They decided to stop at a roadside tavern to ask for directions, but quickly changed their minds after one of the girls began screaming hysterically. Four egg-shaped vehicles mounted on tricycle wheels with bright lights shining from the tops of them began speeding after them. The petrified girls sped back through the canyon as the white cement changed back to its normal black asphalt, leading them into the familiar desert. After wrecking in a creek, leaving them with three flat tires, they waited until morning to hike to Highway 56 where they flagged down an obviously skeptical state trooper. As outlandish as their story seemed, the tire tracks they left are difficult to explain. The only tire tracks left by the girl's Chevy ended abruptly only 200 meters into the desert, which leaves the mystery of how the girls ended up over three kilometers north of the highway with no physical evidence of their travels. The car was also missing a hubcap that was never located. Maybe got lost somewhere in the Utah desert, or maybe it's being displayed in a museum on a parallel earth. Number three, the Montauk Project. Based out of an abandoned Air Force radar station on the eastern end of Long Island, the Montauk Project 
was a series of top-secret United States government experiments following the Philadelphia experiment, whose purpose was to create the technology to render ships invisible to radar detection. The 1943 project was almost too much of a success, as the USS Eldridge supposedly went literally invisible before being teleported into another dimension, eventually reappearing off the coast of Norfolk, Virginia. Because many of the crew died when the project went wrong, and those who didn't were driven to the brink of insanity, official funding for the Philadelphia experiment was pulled. However, scientists and military officials were fascinated with the experiment's results and wanted to continue exploring the possibilities of teleportation and interdimensional travel, so the Montauk project was launched in the 1960s. Headed by Dr. John von Neumann, the Montauk Project focused on examining the psychological changes of those who travel through dimensions and determining why the Philadelphia experiment was a disaster despite its achievements in teleportation. According to their, their theories, humans are born with a time reference point that is linked to the electromagnetic fields unique to this Earth and this dimension. This is why such a dramatic jump to another dimensional plane was so detrimental to so many of the crew, causing insanity and death. During the Montauk Project experiments, von Neumann solved this problem by creating a computer-simulated Earth and altering the body's time reference points. According to documents on the Montauk Project, von Neumann succeeded at sending people to other dimensions without consequence. However, upon the experiment's completion in 1967, a report was sent to Congress on their findings about mind control and interdimensional travel. Congress halted funding and terminated the project fearing of mass mind control. Number two, shadow people. According to Albert Einstein, there are four dimensions, three of space and one of time, with the special property of the ability to bend light. Stephen Hawking furthered this theory by questioning the possibility of many more dimensions existing in the realm of our universe. However, according to Hawking, matter and light are confined to the membrane of the universe, making interdimensional travel impossible. Because space-time has the ability to bend light, however, there does exist the possibility that we can see shadows of people and even other galaxies in our own, and they ours. Suppose that encounters with these shadow people are common in North America. One tale describes a woman meeting with the mysterious entities as a little girl while living in Dorchester, Massachusetts during the mid-1990s. During her first night sleeping in a new room, she claims to have seen a tall and unnatural shadow on her wall. To her surprise, the shadow stepped off the wall and glided around the room, wearing what appeared to be glasses. She saw three more of these shadow people near her closet. She eventually realized a large shadow was slowly enveloping the entire room, leaving her in pitch darkness before she leapt from her bed to take comfort in her grandparents' room. She believes that what she encountered that night were dimensional travelers who most likely saw her as a shadow bird. Number one. Markawasi Stone Forest. The Markawasi Stone Forest lies in the Andes Mountains in Lima, Peru. The stones are almost like sculptures, taking eerie shapes that look like human faces, but no one is sure how they formed. And if that, that isn't weird enough, the real mystery is the possibility of a dimensional door that is said to be located in the forest. According to Dr. Raul Rios Centino, an investigator of the unexplained in Lima, a patient came to see him about her extreme case of hemoplegia, a disorder that results in the complete loss of motor function in half the body. When he inquired about the woman's condition, 
she revealed that she had been camping with friends in the Markawaski. According to the patient, they had gone out exploring late in the night and happened upon a torch-lit stone cabin filled with dancing revelers in 17th century attire. The woman said she felt an otherworldly pull toward the cabin, but was yanked away by one of her friends before she could fully enter. The incident left the side of her body that had entered the cabin paralyzed. Her test results revealed no discernible cause for her paralysis. Santino believes the woman experienced a dimensional shift, producing a change in her nervous system's energy flow. Many natives as well as scholars believe that a dimensional doorway exists in the stone forest of Markawasi, which the woman and her friends may have unknowingly crossed. Had her not had her I'm sorry, had her friend not pulled her away at the last moment, this woman may have been lost forever. So there we have ten cases of potential interdimensional travel or parallel universe visitors. What are your theories? I'd like to hear those in the comments down below. Or if you want to send us an email at madlogicmysteries at gmail.com. Also, we would like to point out that we now are on pretty much every form of social media there is. Uh, our homepage is, of course, madlogicmysteries.com. Uh, our YouTube channel, obviously, is uh, right here, youtube.com. Our uh, Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash madlogicmysteries. Twitter is at madlogicmystery, singular. Instagram is madlogicmysteries. Google Plus. Uh, we do now also have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com madlogicmysteries. Uh, we have a Stitcher account as well, and also SoundCloud. So feel free to look for us on any of those, and uh, we will... Look, and uh, probably next week, uh, episode four is probably going to deal with cursed objects. Looking forward to that. And uh, that's all for today. That's all for this week. Definitely, again, want to say thank you to everybody who's come out and really supported us and just given us a few good words of encouragement and just kind of a keep up the good work kind of thing. We definitely want to do that. So we're having a good time doing this. Um, we're going to have uh, interviews coming up with one of my friends, uh, Brooke Sorrow who uh, her family was featured on an episode of The Haunting, or A Haunting, I should say, and uh, we're going to talk to her a little bit about that and her mom's book about the subject. So looking forward to that here and uh, maybe next week or the week after. And uh, that's all for today. Keep it creepy.